0: And then they they touch down in Atlanta, so now I'm in Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, they transport us to uh, Atlanta prison. This is like one of the oldest prisons in the country that's still going. It's uh it was it was like 1902 it was built you see this fucking thing you pull in it's fucking gothic it, it when you think gothic it's fucking gothic it looks like medieval fucking times when you see this fucking prison it's fucking not a fucking pleasant sight <laughs> and uh, we're entering this facility and i'm like fucking hey this is like you're so exhausted you just don't even give a fuck you're like whatever just get me somewhere where I can put my fucking head down and then you know again with the processing it it just goes on and on and on and on and on about fucking just move wait sit wait move sit forever wait get your name called fucking wait wait and then uh, finally get fucking processed into the facility they stick you in a cell for with two it's a two-man cell you know top and a bottom bunk and they shove four people in there because they're so overloaded with bodies that they don't have the room for it and so now you got two guys that are on a bunk a top and a bottom bunk and then you got two guys that have to sit on sleep on the floor with a mat they give you a mat and you're in a cell with that's built for two people that they're stuffing four people in two people in the bed and two people on the floor and the rotation goes like the guy who's on the top bunk he's the senior guy who's been there once he gets once he leaves the guy on the bottom moves up to the top the guy on the floor moves up to the bottom and then the next guy on the floor is is he's positioned as a bunk on the next round and that's how it goes and uh it's you know your toilet is in there so you got four guys you know sitting and whoever has to take a piss or a shit has got to do it right in front of everybody and you know you get over that real quick and it's just a matter of fucking just adapting and that's what i had to do and this it was a dark period man just like let's get into it like there's you know i'm stuffed into this box like I'm thinking like, what? When? Why, why aren't I fucking not? Am are not out of here by now? Like, I'm starting to think like something ain't right. I'm like, whoa. We're, we're, we're like, why am I here? Like, shouldn't I have been put to the side? Shouldn't I have been in like a holding area where it's like, hold on to him. We're working on his paperwork and uh, just don't move him. I'm thinking like, why wasn't that the case? But no, I'm actually been moved. And I'm in Atlanta now, and I'm sitting in this fucking area. And it's like, like, does anybody know where I am? I'm, I'm like, I haven't called anybody. Uh, you know, like, I don't know what the fuck. It, it's just, it's rough. It, you know, it's, it's just a fucking rough spot. You know, the nighttime comes, and you got the fucking cockroaches and rats fucking crawling around. You're on the floor, so they're fucking, they're all over you. It's bad. And you gotta fucking just figure it out. And that's what I did. And I wound up spending months in that facility where you do not – you're on 23 hours a day lockdown. Like you get one hour a day to go out and stretch and get air and whatever it is, wreck, one hour. And back in that fucking thing. And then you get to take a shower every third day that you get to shower. So you are in this fucking thing for 23 hours a day packed to the gills overloaded on the floor what do you do like you know you, know, you talk to fucking you know, you know everybody talks about their fucking life and what they were doing and what they got busted for and fucking blah blah fucking blah i don't fucking care i don't hear really that shit anymore but it is you gotta just fucking roll with it what are you gonna do for 23 hours a day like you gotta fucking just adapt and i was fucking I was a damn thing, but I was fucking, you know, I was like, I was going crazy. Like, I was fucking like, holy fucking shit. Like, when is this going to end? You know, day after day after day. And they had this counselor guy who couldn't give a fuck about hearing anything you had to say. And, then you know, anytime I got a chance, I'd ask him, like, you know, you know is there any way I can fucking, you know, call it? No. Like, you know, nothing to do with us, nothing to do with me. Like, you know, just, just beat it. And I'm all right. They give you like a stamp. They give you like a a couple stamps. You could write letters. I was writing letters home like, what's going on? What the fuck? I'm writing letters like, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm locked up in a fucking hole for fucking, for months. It was a few months. And, you know, there were guys that were coming and going, and I wasn't. And I was convinced they forgot about me. And then finally, I was like, you know, I was the senior guy in my fucking cell. I had the top bunk. And I fucking, that was like a reward. I was like, oh, I get the fucking bunk. And I'm fucking, I'm on top. And I'm not on the floor anymore. And, you know, you start fucking appreciating, like, the, the little things. And, you you know, I read books. Any chance you get, you get fucking hands on a book. Just read the fucking book. Anything. Devour books. Uh, they didn't have any chess fucking game boards that they gave us out. They didn't even have. A, didn't even give us a deck of cards. Uh, nothing. You get. They had like a little book stand that would come around. You just, whatever it was, it was a fucking western. If it was fucking garbage, boring shit, you read it. Anything. You just fucking whatever it was. You could do. And that's how you just dealt with it. And then fucking fucking like finally after like several months of just fucking rotting in this fucking 20 i mean that's what they do to people that are being punished like when you're in a when you're in the prison and you fuck up and you you know you get in trouble they stick you in the hole it's called the hole and you, you're in a 23 hour a day lockdown there's no there's no contact there's nothing you don't get nothing you just get your meals and that's it you get your fucking meals and you one hour to fucking stretch and walk around in a little small area and, uh, and that's it. You figure fucking just learn how to fucking cope with isolation or not even isolation. Uh, just fucking just torture. So, you know, months go by. They finally call my name. And uh, I'm just fucking ecstatic. It was like three in the morning. They tell me my name. Get up. And I, f- I actually screamed. I was like, yeah. I was like, finally, guys, they knew like the guys I was with. They fucking knew I was going out of my mind so they let me have that fucking moment and uh and that was it and then they transported me into another facility and now i'm in oklahoma and oklahoma compared to fucking atlanta felt like i went from fucking like the complete fucking like torture chamber to like the fucking hilton that's how much of a difference it was and that's how much like i appreciated it it was like it was like fucking I, I was I was ecstatic to be there like I'll just explain like I get there it's fucking spotless clean the floors are clean it's fucking like spacious Uh, you're you're in back in that like that pod situation where you're like there's a group that's in this pod and you two men into each cell. So, and it was comfortable in in the sense that it just it was it was good. It was clean. And I was just like, "Wow, this is fucking amazing." And they even had a phone where I can make a phone calls and uh, use like minutes. You know, you paid for the minutes, and I, you know, I called a girl, and they hadn't heard from me, and they hadn't heard from me the entire time I was on, in in Atlanta. Like they just got letters, and I was like, I'm in Oklahoma. I'm like, finally, I'm out of that fucking that hole. I was fucking like traumatized and just grateful. I was grateful to be in a prison that was just not that prison. I was like, oh, I, get, I, get, I get, I'm fine. This is great. The food was good. <laughs> like they had like fucking fried chicken that was good they had like uh, this cereal in the morning it was fucking like whoa thank god and uh and i'm like what's going on They're like you know how's this you know, how we doing over here I'm like yeah you know I mean it should be fucking any many any day now any fucking day now should be fucking good spent a couple months in this place fine no problem fucking uh, my uh I had a couple of good fucking bunkies like one guy was a really good chess player and he fucking he really schooled me on chess and he he i got better getting my ass kicked with him and we would spend like you know any time we had we we're playing chess and then i would play a little bit of fucking uh cards pe what was it fucking uh not pinochle but whatever it was fucking card games we were playing but there was guys coming and going going and going and you're you know you make friends with a guy and then he's gone you know he's he's off shit shipped off to somewhere else so everything's temporary moving parts. i would just spend the afternoon like the days just like exercising doing any exercises i could getting in shape getting in shape getting in shape and then eating right eating right i wasn't eating any fucking anything that you know they I ate what they gave me and, and i didn't eat any of the fucking anything else like i wasn't trying to fucking uh, get well, extra get stuff you worked, you fucking, like, you had jobs, like, I was fucking I was buffing the floors, that was my job, and you earned, like, a little bit of money, it was, like, 25 cents an hour, or whatever it was, and, uh, and that was it, then the fucking gangs, fucking, they would fucking, you know, they would be come coming for their rivals, and you know, fucking stay out of the way of that, they fucking showed up to my cell, looking for my bunkie, because he was a fucking, a Texas fucking rival, but he wasn't like he had this fucking tattoos on his fucking whatever it was and they they immediately pegged him as, as a rival gang member and uh they came and fucking, it, it it wasn't the fucking it wasn't bad but it wasn't fucking good either and i was like caught in the mix and uh got a couple battle scars out of that and uh he you know he just he took his lumps we took our lumps and it, it, was, it could have been a lot worse but that way man it could have been a lot worse he actually was able to fucking like convince them that he was not affiliated with this particular fucking gang that was in Texas and it was cool they backed off after that otherwise it was just fucking chop me. I and mean, other guys would chop me. I mean if you show up and you, you're by yourself or you know they got you outnumbered that's it you're fucked you're gonna get it one way or another like there's no escaping it <laughs> You're getting it, and you know it, and it's coming, and you take it and you do your best to fucking uh, not, you know, give it back. And usually doesn't work, never works out in your favor. Uh, so that was that. And now, like, the uh, the bunkie I had who we got like we got tight with, and he just kind of schooled me on everything that goes on in the fucking like where I'm, you know, what's going on, where I'm going, and uh he's like you're you're going to a fucking like he's like you're going to a camp like you're fucking golden like you're you're gonna be fucking just fine like you just show up to your little fucking cupcake camp and fucking just you know you can take over the place if you want or you can just do whatever else but like you're not gonna have any it's gonna be comfortable you'll be fine like there's there's no it's camps like fucking it's the the, the minimum security and i was like all right fucking at least fucking i got that going on and uh, you know, everybody, even like the, everybody that I'm with now that we're either life or this, that it's, we're all just munched in together. So it's maximum security prison the whole way until you get to your fa- facility. And then you either end up at max security, which is the fucking super max where guys are doing fucking, you know, 20 plus years or life. And that's where you're going to fucking, you know, and you run into those fucking, that's where it's going to be like the movies where you're fucking going to be fucking handled, uh, figure it out. And then, uh, and then they got the, the 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 medium security prisons, which are fucking really rough. And then the low security prisons, which are rough too. Even though they're low security, they're still fucking rough. And then you got the uh, the minimum security prison, which is fucking cake. It's like fucking cake. Yes, shit happened. Yes, it's still fucking jail, still prison, but it's cake. It's fucking guys that are on their way out, like guys that did twenty years they slowly start working them down into the the, the the minimum security so they might have started at super max and they you know after the 20 years they moved into medium and then they moved them into low and now they're getting you know they were like another year or two before they fucking get released they move them into the into the camp so they could just start integrating them uh, back into the system and you know showing you know obviously after you do 20 years plus and now you're in this camp which is kind of like you can escape if you wanted to you could do a lot of things if you wanted to. They're going to say, well, all right, well, go ahead. Go fuck it." You just did 20 years. You're going to fucking try and run away now. You're at the tail end. Of course you're not. Of course you're going to be on your best behavior because you just, you're just you that close. You could taste it. Then they put the fucking, you know, the super-duper white-collar uh, crime guys in there, all the fucking stockbrokers, all the fucking the fraud guys, all the insurance, the mortgage frauds, all the fucking Enrons and the fucking uh, Bernie Madoffs. Those guys get thrown into those facilities and, you know, you could do 20 years in a camp, but they know that you're not going to a high security place because it's not your nature. You know, you don't have a violent background. You're a white collar guy, nonviolent offenders, nonviolent. I fell into the nonviolence because I didn't carry the guns. I didn't have guns. They didn't find any weapons. And that that fucking saved my ass to be in that kind of facility because. I wasn't considered dangerous or violent, and so they labeled me as you know somebody who's nonviolent, and I got qualified for the uh, for the minimum security. And then by the time I landed there. It's been like almost a year, like fucking nine months of just fucking getting across the country and all this fucking bullshit where I was just fucking schooled. I was worn out. I was fucking educated in the sense that like, you know, mental toughness had fucking seriously fucking uh, been achieved. Now think about that. Let's get to the mindset. Think about what I just explained. Now using that, if you've gone through that, Think about how fucking strong you come out on the other side. What I fucking just went through in that facility in Atlanta for for a couple of months. Talk about mental fucking toughness that came out of that. Real big. Like, you're telling me you could put me anywhere after that. And I'm fucking good. And I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to stress. I already fucking went through the fucking rough fucking spot. And i'm good now like i'm strong i'm better that's what fucking that's what adversity does that's what fucking struggle does it makes you stronger on the other side that's just what it's gonna do so don't fear it don't avoid it like when it happens deal with it and fucking make it make you and that's what I did. The mindset made it make me. I did what I had to do. Yeah, you fucking go crazy. Yeah, you fucking, you know, you're not fucking just saying, hey, I can do this. I'm strong. No, you're fucking going nuts. But you're fucking coping. You're dealing. You're adapting. You're fucking, you're doing whatever it takes to make your, your brain occupied. You're learning, channeling it to, to, to better things. So now I'm, I show you know, now I get to the facility and like, I'm good. Like, I'm like, all right. Like whatever this thing is is gonna be fucking piece of fucking cake. I'm not even concerned about that. It's just a question of like what's going on with my fucking paper. Like, like why are? All right, so I get to the facility and that's like all right now I'm here. They they know I'm here. Like where are we at? It's just like three fucking years later. I fucking you know I finally fucking get released. <laughs> three years later and it almost didn't happen. The fucking lawyer that I had, that fucking loser, fucking just didn't do shit the whole fucking time. I'm thinking shit's getting done nothing was getting done and it was almost fucking scrapped because there was a certain statute of limitation before this shit needed to be filed where there was going to be like no it's too late the date's passed and it's in it's not usable anymore and it would have all been fucking wasted and i had no idea this was going on i'm thinking somebody's working on it i'm thinking like shit's getting done i know it's not getting done to the degree that it should have been but i'm like all right you know any day now and it's like any day any day any day was not out. and then finally like whatever it was a year into that thing it was like wait this fucking guy ain't doing shit get fucking rid of his ass and get someone else on this because now i didn't even realize there was a date that was like you know time frame it we we got another fucking lawyer got rid of this fucking guy and uh, it's fucking of course it was this guy it was fucking with, you know one of my my the girl i was with at the time was one of her friends and she was a fucking basket case so nothing ever good came out of that and so my family like my mom my sister they freaking they got me a fucking another lawyer my grandparents paid for the lawyer and he fucking started getting the ball rolling and three fucking years later uh i mean i gave up on it and We're going to talk about this on the next one, but so now we got, you know, we're going to spend the next three fucking years in jail. We're doing a 10 year sentence and three years out of 10, it's still a good deal. Like, you know, it's still a good deal. Yeah, we wanted the whole thing gone, but you know what? I'll take it. 70 percent you can't fucking complain about 70 percent three years the fucking country went to shit it was 2006 7 eight, 9 you're talking about the worst years to be out there in this world i was fucking ecstatic to not be fucking oil prices through the roof fucking housing market collapsed fucking job market collapsed fucking i mean it was bad fucking the only thing that sucked was that i the the stock market crashed the stock market was down to seven seven thousand and i was just like fuck man i wish i was i just wish i had some cash to buy some stuff right now on the super cheap because eventually it's going to come back and now's the time to fucking scoop it all up so i'm sitting there but i was like you know what this is it's rough out there like people are getting fucking slaughtered i'm okay i'm in this fucking spot i'm getting my meals i'm getting in shape like i'm cool like i don't know i don't know what i would do if i was out there right now it's bad i was literally like fucking eight i was and there's your mindset i'm finding all the positives i'm finding out i'm finding all the advantages i'm saying this is an advantage this is actually in my favor to not be in there Like you find it when you seek it, you find it, and it's always there. There's always a flip side to every coin. Like, no matter what, no matter how bad something is, there is an equal benefit on the other side. You've got to realize that. So, anytime something is happening to you that is really, really bad, just realize it there's something that's just as good on the other side of it. So you got to just look for that. Don't dwell on the negative. Look for the opposite, the positive, and you'll find it. And that's what I just naturally do because of the fucking mindset that I've developed that no matter how bad it is, finding things that are in my favor so what am I saying all right hey this is my opportunity I get in shape get back in shape fucking get my head straight stay out of that fucking that that fucking slaughterhouse that's out there in society right now um read read as much as you can fucking learn get ready and prepare my credit was fucking down the drain cause my fucking girl was uh basically she just fucked me hard like all my shit was in her control everything was in my name I, my mistake i should have just removed myself from all that i needed support and i was like all right you handle the fort I'll make sure my shit is protected all my shit anything i ever had owned was in her hands it was in a storage facility she never paid the bill she never went for it and it just fucking it was like gone auctioned off everything my id my birth certificate any pictures videos anything that was remotely Uh, my me my life was gone like i came out with fucking uh, like a complete zero and that was fine too just fucking erase the past and then uh we'll get into the whole fucking three-year experience and how it went but that's um that's how it started and um i you know did three years of that and it worked out it worked out i just you know i did get in shape I, i lost like fucking 50 60 pounds i got fucking back to where i was supposed to be um, I, I was clean I know, you know i was clean drug free my that was me again thank you for tuning in hit subscribe share it with a friend write a review and let's keep this thing going